Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason, so this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. So welcome to Tony Robbins, Day 3, Episode 4. So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, woohoo, that's fear of failure. Yeah, and if you've listened to me, you know that is me, so me. I think the fear of failure can be taken away if you redefine what is actually definition of failure. It's not trying and not making it on the first time. It's not when you try again and you don't make it because almost nobody makes it on the first try. You didn't learn how to run. You learn how to crawl. Then you learn how to walk one step at a time. So. The only failure there is, is when you don't try. Nobody knows how to do things the first time they try. Well, almost nobody. And the repetition is the mother of mastery. So just do it again until it gets into your body. They say that for mastery, you need to have practiced something 10,000 hours. And the ones that are top athletes, they practice hours and hours every day. So learning something new and master something, you really need to put in the time. Yeah, I know. And I'm starting to learn Korean. So I'm on my Duolingo app and I study Korean at least half an hour every day. I think it's so much fun. I really, really love it. And I study my French too. I took French in school and so I'd really like to remember some more and use that one as well. So that's fun for me. That's what I do in my spare time. And when you talked about mastering something, I just wanted to add that listening back to the first episode that we released, (laughs) it's fun. Uh, It's really scary, but fun because I was so shaky and I was so nervous talking into the microphone. It was so uncomfortable (laughs) and I didn't have the flow. I didn't have the breathing. There's so much things that I just, what happened? Yeah. And I didn't have a really good microphone either. I like the one I have now. It's really nice. And I felt the same way after my COVID. I had recorded episodes, so my sister had something to do all through my COVID sickness. And when I started up recording after the COVID, I was out of breath. I was out of rhythm. I was out. I was just out of it. And it was really hard those first. But I hope you can feel that now I'm, I'm back to being me again. I'm back to feeling at ease and confidence. And or at least I'm faking it. I live by fake it till you make it. <laughs> But honestly, we're talking about fear. And fear is something that I've dealt with my entire life. Having that thought in your head, I'm not enough. It has held me back. I've been scared of trying new things, of not being good enough, not being enough, which has stopped me from doing a lot of things in my life. I talked about the dog training and and the dog and how when people look at me, I couldn't do the obedience program and how as soon as I was by myself with the dog, I had full control over the dog because I didn't care 
my energies wasn't to what people were thinking about me. My energies was towards the dog, work with me, do this with me. And so I have a really hard time with people looking at me, which is why when I wanted to start this, I wanted to do a YouTube channel. Yeah, I actually tried to record some episodes. That was a nightmare. I was looking at myself like, no, I cannot do this. That is me talking and that is me looking like that. And no, I can't do this. And so I have to hide behind a microphone with no (laughs) images. Maybe you'll see me one day, but for now, I'm more comfortable just talking than showing myself. I really hope I can do some live videos on Facebook and maybe on YouTube too. But right now, oh, those thoughts are really terrifying. (laughs) So yeah, I still have a lot of fear to work through. But I'm getting there and I'm changing things in my life that I never thought I would be able to change. I'm taking steps out of my comfort zones that I never would have done a year ago or two years ago or 10 years ago. I'm putting myself out there because I realize that even though there might be people out there that doesn't appreciate what I'm doing, but I still need to stay true to me. I still need to do what I'm called to do. And someone said that no one person knows about other people's callings. No one person can speak for someone else. And so I'm taking that to heart. This is my calling. This is my choice. This is my destiny. This is what I'm supposed to do. And even though you don't understand it, doesn't mean that it's wrong for me. You might have your callings that I might not understand, but you have to be true to yourself. Life is a dance between what you desire most and what you fear the most. And I'm dancing that right now. Since I've known you for a very long time, I also see some things that kind of seem out of character with being so afraid and wanting to have the same things repeating over and over again. And so I'm thinking about when you moved to the USA. You used to ask me to help you with things like phone calls and contacting people and things like that because you weren't really comfortable with that. But when it comes to applying for a school in another country, you did it all by yourself. And I was just looking at her and was like, who is this one? Who's this person here? And uh, you traveled to the US and you studied there, was it for a year? And uh, how was that? What initiated it? And how did you feel during this time? Because that's for me is kind of fearless. Well, I had two friends that went to the States and I just kind of tagged along because I've always wanted to experience the States and how to live there. And and I don't know, maybe if the reward is great enough, then you do it. I don't know what drove me back then. It was when I was young. But I remember being alone in the States. I remember being alone in the apartment. We had an apartment right next to the Institute building down in Cedar City. I went to SUU and... I also did fake it till you make it. I put on a face of, of, I can do this. And I had this feeling that no one here knows me, so I can be whoever I want to be. I can do whatever I want to do. And um, I did a lot of things outside my comfort zone there. But I always had the parachute that I could go back to Sweden and I would always be a memory in the alumni pages of the university. So it wasn't really like I was sacrificing anything or that it meant anything. I was just there having fun, having experience, and some even felt like I was in a movie, so it wasn't real, it didn't seem real, which made it less fearful. If I would have thought that it was real, then 
I probably would have been more afraid, but I felt it was me being in a movie. I could do whatever I want, be whoever I want. No one knew me. No one had any expectations of me. And for me, that was freeing. I felt I was free for the first time. At home, everyone knew me. Everyone knew my family name. Everyone had expectations about who I was and who I was supposed to be. And it was liberating to not be shackled by that, but to write my own destiny, even if it were for just a couple of months. Well, I went to the States too, and I totally recognize what you say about creating yourself. I was really shy before I went to the States. Well, not with my friends, but I was shy with people I didn't know. And I remember that first day when I was up on campus, there's like 30,000 students. And uh, I was walking across campus and people were like, hi, 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 hi. And I was very Swedish looking down and I was feeling inside of me. I was like, who are you? Why are you saying hi to me? I don't know you. And uh, I remember it felt really weird. So I had to relearn. I had to reinvent myself also. I had to take away some of that shyness and just actually be not afraid of speaking up and uh, meeting new people and saying hi to people that I didn't know. And especially I remembered I was taking my first semester, it was summer, and I was taking a creative writing class. And I loved creative writing, I always loved writing. And I was quiet. I was quiet for the whole semester. And the last day of class, I opened my mouth. And I think I was the only student that got to say that class. I just talked and talked and talked and talked. It was like a barrier had been broken. And since then, I, I felt very comfortable, actually. And I think that years really helped with me being able to being so outgoing as I am now. Going to the US really helped me with my fear and uh, to create a whole new persona for me too. Maybe you didn't know about this, but for the first days or weeks when I went to the US the first time, I only spoke Swedish. <laughs> I refused to speak English. I was so self-conscious about my English that I only spoke Swedish. And like you said, once you get over the threshold, the fear goes away. It's like the panic curve. You like feel the anxiety and it builds and it builds and it builds. And most people, they try to abort the feeling and leave the feeling. But you do that on the feeling going up. And that way, you will always be fearful of having that feeling again. But once you get to the top, it goes away. And if you ride that curve until the fear goes away or whatever feeling goes away, then it won't have the same power over you ever again. And um, one thing that they talked about was the different seasons, how everything starts to come alive in the spring, everything starts to grow. And then the summer came and it's time to plant and, and you work really hard over the summer. And then when the fall comes, it's time to reap what you've sown and everything changes and the winter comes and everything becomes quiet and dark. And fear is like being trapped in winter in the darkness, in the solitude, the sun is hardly up. And that's what your life is like, like a life without sun. But even though in my part of the world, it's really dark and it's really cold and might be a lot of snow, you can choose to be indoors and cry about how long and hard and dark the winter is. Or you can go out in the light when the sun is up and you can learn how to cross country ski or downhill ski or skate 
or play in the snow and make snowmen. It's actually up to you. You have the choice. You can choose to make the winter a wonderful place. A place of darkness, you can light up candles. You can't change the winter, but you can change your attitude towards winter. And so when you're alone there in the winter, you're sitting in your house, and you're alone and you're scared, then make some fire in the fireplace and get a blanket, a cup of hot chocolate, and you can feel that fear just melt away. Pamper yourself. Love yourself. You are enough. You are lovable. You are the only person, the only being of you on this earth. You are the only you that has been born to heavenly parents. And you're on this earth right now, right here, and you have a mission. Don't let fear hold you back. Don't let fear control you. It's so freeing now that I feel I can breathe again when I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, when I'm facing my fears, when I'm doing things differently than I used to. I don't let fear control me. I control my life. I control my fear. And I choose when the time is to be fearful. And since I'm not being chased by dinosaurs or sharks, there's nothing that I have to be afraid of. It's just all an illusion. And so I'm learning how to skate. And even though I don't like skiing really much, I can learn to do that too, but I'd rather build a snowman. And I can make snowballs and I can put light in it so it can shine and spread some light into the world. And so can you. Be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow for a new episode. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.